Hi, this is Melissa with Mix In Some Magic. Welcome to my podcast. Hi, everyone. Welcome, welcome. I'm glad you're here. Hope you guys have been having a great week. Next week's Thanksgiving. We're getting excited about that. We're just having it here at our house, which will be nice that we don't have to travel anywhere, but we still have a lot of planning to do. I don't know why, but that homemade Thanksgiving dinner takes some prep work. So I've been planning our menu and things like that, but we're getting excited for Thanksgiving. My kids especially are getting excited to have a little bit of a break from school. Well, today we are going to be talking about my top tips for a Disney vacation, how to make it magical, how to make it stress-free, and especially how to limit the time that you spend in lines, which I think is very important to almost every single person. We don't want to wait in long lines. Nobody does. And I'm also going to be sharing the top things that I keep with me in my Disney bag. So whenever I go to Disney, I keep a bag with me that I have some essentials in that have been invaluable while we're there at the park. So I'm going to let you know what's in my bag, what I always have with me to make sure that we have the best, most stress-free trip possible. Let's get started. Okay, before we start, any Disney trip. I always have a little meeting with my family or the group that we're going with, whether it's a family reunion, whatever. We have a little meeting. I call it my Come to Jesus Disney meeting, where I sit everyone down and I explain to them the expectations and things that are going to happen. This is mostly for the younger kids. It is helpful for adults too, believe it or not. So I sit them down, I explain to them what's expected of them, what time we need to be ready to leave, what they need to have with them before we can leave. I explained to them that they will be required to wear sunscreen, that we will have bathroom breaks, that when I have, I have to tell you, whenever we stop to use the bathroom, I always have a kids. It's like, I don't have to go to the bathroom. I'm like, listen here, everyone is going to the bathroom when we stop so that we don't have to stop in 30 minutes just for you. That's my pet peeve. So my kids know this and they don't even question it anymore. When we stop at a bathroom, they just go in and go. I'm like, just go. I don't want to hear anyone say I don't have to go to the bathroom. So anyway, I explained this to them that we're going to have mandatory bathroom breaks. Everybody's going to go in and use the bathroom and I don't want to hear a thing about it. We talk to the kids about what to do if they get lost. We kind of make a family plan in that regard so that everybody's on the same page and things like that. We talk about attitudes and what's expected and how we will have long lines and sometimes you're going to be hot and sometimes you're going to need to wait, what's appropriate behavior, things like that. And it has been so helpful to have everybody on the same page before we start into our Disney trip. So I suggest you do something like this. Maybe you don't need to be as extreme as me, but just getting everybody on the same page will be very helpful. All right, my very first tip for visiting any of the Disney parks or any amusement park really is to have a plan. Show up to the parks with a game plan. It doesn't have to be a minute by minute type plan. If you're not a planner, I understand that's not your thing. You don't have to plan out every second of your day, but 
it is so important to have some type of plan when you arrive. Just a basic outline will make all of the difference. You need to figure out what time you will be arriving at the park, what time it opens, figure out which ride you want to hit first. Um, I like to ask the people in my group what rides are most important to them so we can make sure and hit those before the park closes. Are there any characters that you want to make sure that you see? Are you planning on any shows or parades or fireworks? Um, Those are a few questions that you need to think about before you arrive. There is so much time that is wasted standing around trying to make a plan. Have you ever been a part of a group where you're trying to decide what ride to go on next and everybody's sitting there throwing out ideas and you're all discussing what would be best, checking wait times? You literally waste so much time trying to figure out what your next step is. So if you have a vague outline or a legit plan, either one will help you so much, save you time, and kind of take that guesswork out of what happens next so that you can focus on just having fun and enjoying your day. If the planning process is totally overwhelming to you, check out my website. I do custom plans where I can figure out what's important to you, what your family likes, And I can make a plan for you so that you can show up to the parks with a plan in hand and you know how your day is going to go. And this helps you avoid those long lines. So if you need help, go to my website, mix in some magic, or send me an email and let's figure something out. All right, so you've got your plan. You're ready to go. You need your tickets. Please don't show up to the parks without tickets, especially now. You have to have your tickets in advance. And if you're going to Disney World, you have to have made a reservation in advance. Um, It used to be that you could show up to the Disney parks and buy your tickets then, which I don't ever recommend. It just adds more time to your day. You have to wait in line to buy a ticket and then you have to go to the park entrance, wait in another line to get inside. Plus, you always pay full price if you buy your tickets at the gate. I don't want you to pay full price for your tickets. You can get them at a discount. So please don't pay full price for your tickets. I recommend you check out getawaytoday.com. They offer great discounts on Disney tickets. They also have good deals on hotels. They even have layaway plans. Um, If you use my code MSM10 for Mix and Some Magic 10, you can save $10 on packages. I'm going to put a link in the show notes, but before you buy your tickets, check out their prices and I think you'll be happy. All right, this is probably my most important tip. If you don't listen to any of my other tips, listen to this one. Arrive early. Arrive to the parks early. I know there are some people who absolutely hate this and can't do it. And if that's you, that's fine. But you're going to miss out on some very low crowds because you chose to sleep in. Um, To me, a Disney vacation is not a sleep-in type of vacation. This is a get up, get there, get things done, start enjoying the magic. And that's how we do our Disney trips. Um, The parks will start letting people in before the posted opening time. Usually it's 20 to 30 minutes with COVID. It's even been up to 45 minutes to an hour early. So they'll open their gates and start scanning people's tickets and let them into the parks. Sometimes they will even start running the rides early. So 
if the parks open at nine o'clock and you are there early, say you got there at eight o'clock and you parked or however, maybe you rode the transit, whatever you did, you're there at eight o'clock, you get in line and Disney decides to open their doors at 8.15, well, you're in the park ready to go. If you're one of those people that shows up right on time at nine o'clock, you're entering the parking lot. Well, that's going to put you at a wait, probably 20 to 30 minutes just to park, or you're getting in the long lines for the transit or the shuttle or whatever the case may be. By the time you get to the parks, go through security, it's probably 9.30, 9.45. Maybe by the time you get to the parks, it's even 10, depending on how long the wait times are. So you're not actually entering the parks for an entire hour after it's opened, even though you arrived at 9 o'clock. But because you didn't arrive early, you've missed an entire hour of park time that you've paid for. And the first couple of hours are always the lowest crowds because of this. People don't show up early. They show up right when it opens or an hour or so after and they miss all of this lovely empty park time. So I don't want you to fall into that trap. Get there early and enjoy an empty park. You won't regret it. Okay, use the Disney app. This is so important. You will love having it. It's valuable, very, very valuable. So you can download it before you arrive. You can put your tickets on there so they can scan your tickets right off of the app. You can check wait times. You can find characters. You can mobile order your food. You can find out where the closest bathroom is or maybe you need the first aid center. You can find out all these things using the app. So make sure you have it downloaded. And before you run across to the other side of the park to ride Space Mountain, you can quickly check the app, see if the wait time's doable before you run all over the parks looking for things. Make sure you have it. There's even fun games that you can play to help pass the time in line. It's really very helpful. Plus, it's free, which you don't find many free things at Disney. All right, next, make sure you are using Fast Passes or Max Pass. Right now, um, they're not available because of COVID, but usually they are, and they are so important. But I'm always amazed at people who don't know anything about them. I had a friend go to Disneyland a year or so ago, and when she got back, I asked her how the trip was, and she said, oh, it was fine. It was just so crowded. We only got to go on about two or three rides. She herself, because she waited with her baby, um, she didn't realize there was rider swap which I filled her in on, but she said her kids only got on about 10 rides the whole day and they were there from open to close. And I said, well, were you using FastPass or MaxPass? And she said, what's that? And she had no idea that there was even the system in place that they could have been utilizing to shorten their wait times. So, oh man, I felt so bad for her because to show up and not use those things when they're available is sad. So please, if they are available, use them to your advantage. Next thing is to try to be prepared for any situation. Check the weather app before you show up. Make sure you're prepared for the kind of weather that is forecasted. Please bring sunscreen. It's going to be hot most of the time and even if it's cloudy, you may want sunscreen. You might need a hat. If it's going to be rainy, that's a whole different set of things that you'll need. I always recommend bringing a poncho 
just some of those water rides you might not be in the mood to get wet but if it is going to rain you will need a poncho for sure um if it's going to be very very rainy you may even consider bringing rain boots or something like that to help out we were there once in february and rain was forecasted this was in california at disneyland and i was worried about it because i know that in california it can pour 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 and it's not just a little bit of rain you know that stops in 20 and 30 minutes it can go on all day so i was concerned i got on amazon i bought us some rain suits which if you don't know what they are they're kind of like rain suits i don't know it's like a hazmat suit but it's lightweight <laughs> they're not the cutest but they keep you dry so anyway i bought these rain suits we don't have rain boots but we live in an area where we get lots of snow so we have snow boots and i thought i'm just bringing these we'll see what happens so we got there we have all our rain gear we have umbrellas we have our rain suits and our snow boots and i just put them in a locker and i even brought extra socks so i was like overly prepared and i thought maybe we won't use them but if we do we will have them well, the sky started getting darker and darker and soon it started raining. So we were able to go to the locker. Our socks and shoes were soaked by the time we got to the locker. Um, tennis shoes kind of act like a sponge in the rain and they just soak up all that water. So our shoes were soaked. Our socks were soaked. I was so thankful that we had extra pair of socks. So we put on our rain suits. We put on our dry socks. We put on our snow boots and we were ready to go. I have some videos. Um, do I put them on my Instagram? I'm not sure. I'll have to check. But I have some pictures on my blog of us in our rain suits. And we got some strange looks at first. But within an hour, it was still raining. And there were people that were just miserable. I felt so bad. So many kids who were crying, who were soaking wet. You know, they didn't have like a rain cover for their strollers and parents who were obviously frustrated because they've paid all this money to be there that day. And now they're soaked and cold and we were warm and dry and we had the best time. My girls were running around jumping in the puddles, dancing in the rain and these rain suits, I think they were like $25 each on Amazon. They kept us dry and warm and we were able to enjoy some of the shortest wait times that we've ever had at the parks because so many people had to leave because they weren't prepared. So takeaway from my long story is be prepared. You'll want to bring things like medicine if you need it, a sweatshirt. Those nights can get chilly even if the days are warm. You can snacks and a portable phone charger, things like that. I'm going to talk about more of the essential things that you should bring in a few minutes when we talk about what I pack in my Disney bag. But be prepared for any situation that you can think of that might arise. You won't regret it. Okay, my next tip is to take a break at some point during your day. Um, usually in the afternoon is a good time. If your group is anything like any of the groups I've ever been to Disneyland with, at some point, everybody is just going to fall apart a little bit and you're going to wonder why in the world you brought these ungrateful people on a Disney vacation. This is normal. You'll get through it. Don't worry about it. I call it the witching hour. It's usually for our family around 3.30 to 4.30 or 5 in the afternoon and everybody just falls apart. They're hot. They're tired. They're hungry. We've been walking a lot. But if you can push through, 
the witching hour, then you get to the best time of the day, which is the magic hour. I'll talk about that in a minute. But take a break if you need to. Go back to your hotel room, take a little nap, take a break and go swimming. We don't like to leave the parks because, again, I paid to be there. I want to get my money's worth. So we usually find a way to take a break inside the parks. Um, Sometimes we'll just get a snack and get on the train at Disneyland and we'll ride the loop or we'll plan to go to a show and just sit and relax. Sometimes we'll go get a little treat and watch um, just people watch, watch people walk by, but we always find some shade and some time where we just sit and hang out and do nothing and there's no expectations and everyone can kind of just regroup. By the time we're done with that, it's usually pretty close to dinner. If we can get through dinner, then everybody happies up. I feel better after I've got myself a churro and a Diet Coke and then we've had our dinner, everyone gets happy. So once you've regrouped, pulled everyone together, it's amazing what the mood, you know, how it can change the mood of everybody. Everybody will feel happier and you'll hit the magic hour, which I feel like is right around sunset at Disneyland. If you can be at one of the Disney parks at sunset, it's pure magic. And if you can have your group fed and happy when this happens, it's amazing. It starts to get cooler. Everybody's happy and it's just like new life is breathed in to your group and into the parks and it's the most magical time of day to be there so if you can push through that witching hour which is terrible and get to the magic hour which is totally worth it okay my last tip is to bring a good attitude there are going to be crowds there's going to be heat or rain or cold or wind there's going to be crying probably from one of your kids but you might cry too somebody might pee their pants Um, things are not going to go smoothly at all times. I know that when you think about your dream Disney vacation, everything is always going perfectly, but it will not. There's going to be some point in your trip where you're like, everything is falling apart. Why did we bring these people here? This is too much. I can't handle it. Well, this is normal. This happens. You can handle it. It will be okay. There's no such thing as a perfect day at Disney. However, if you go into your trip realizing this, you're going to have a better attitude and realistic expectations. And those tough moments are far outweighed by the magic and the memories that will be made. So I hope that you can keep that in mind. Have a good attitude. Talk to your kids before you go. Talk to your family members or who's going to be in your group and say, listen, sometimes we're going to have long lines. Sometimes it's going to be hot. It doesn't matter. We're going to have a great day anyway. All right, I'm going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we're going to talk about the essential things you need to have with you in the parks to make sure you're prepared, what I keep in my Disney bags at all times. I've learned these things through trial and error. You don't want to miss it. I'll be right back. Welcome back. Let's get started with my Disney park bag essentials list. I have spent countless days, I don't know how many days, many, many, many days 
at the Disney parks and I feel like I have perfected my bag. I call it my Mary Poppins bag where I can dig around and pull out just about anything that you might want or need out of my magical bag. So anyway, I've got lots of ideas for you. I think they'll be helpful. The first thing you're going to need is a bag. (laughs) You can't pack your bag if you don't have one. I like a backpack because it's easier for me to just throw on and not worry about instead of an over-the-shoulder bag. Some people prefer a fanny pack. I think you could get away with that if it was just you. If you have children with you or other people that you are carrying things for more than just yourself, um, I suggest a backpack. You get bonus points if it's Disney-themed. I do have friends who have gotten each of their kids their own fanny pack or backpack and they carry have them carry their own things which I think could work out depending on your children I never liked the idea of it because I prefer to keep track of all the stuff because I'm controlling like that I don't want to give my kid a backpack that they're going to sit down and leave somewhere and I'm going to have to go search for at some point so for me I like having everything on my person at all times um it's just helps with the controllingness in me. Um, Disney is so great at letting you take your backpack on rides. Like You can take it on everything. Universal Studios is different. If they're, um, if you're trying to go on a ride that doesn't have room for a backpack, they'll provide you with a free locker that you can put it in, which is fine. It's a little annoying to stop and put your stuff in a locker. That's why I love Disney. You can take your backpack. Even large backpacks can be taken on the rides. Um, Often when we go, we'll pack a lunch in a cooler backpack and that backpack gets stuffed pretty full, but we're still able to take it on all of the rides. Incidentally, a lot of the products that I talk about, I get on Amazon. Um, I'm going to put a link in the show notes to the blog post that I did about this that has links to many of the things that I'm talking about. So you can get on there and check them out if you need um, specifics. Okay, so inside my Disney backpack, I have a smaller essentials bag, I guess you could say, that I put all of my small little things inside of this littler bag to prevent me from digging around in my giant bag for things. You don't want to have your chapstick or whatever your little things are loose in your big backpack. So I have a smaller essentials bag that just goes right inside. So if someone needs something, I know if it's in that bag or somewhere else and I can just pull it out really quickly. I have a super cute one that happens to be Minnie Mouse themed that is my favorite. I use it on a regular basis in my purse at all times. So it's easy for me to just make sure it's fully stocked and then throw it into my Disney bag before we hit the parks. All right, now that we've got the bag situation taken care of, make sure you have sunscreen, especially if you're fair like I am. Um, It is so important to have sunscreen. Put it on before you get to the parks and then reapply when you're there. We love a kind called Ocean Potion. It's our favorite. It's on my blog post. It has this orange creamsicle type smell. I love it. Um, If you forget your sunscreen, you can buy it at the parks, but of course you will pay more because it's Disney. You are going to want to have band-aids in your bag. Um, Kids fall down, you get blisters. Band-aids can be used for lots of different things. 
I like to find Disney-themed Band-Aids to take with me because it's just a little more fun. It's important before you leave to teach your kids about hot spots so they know what to look for um, when they're getting a blister. So teach them that if they're walking along and they feel hot spots on their feet, like a little circles or points on their feet are feeling hot, that's the beginning of a blister. So if you can catch a blister before it actually forms when it's just a hot spot and put a band-aid over it, it can make all the difference. So teach them about hot spots before you leave, but also be prepared with a few band-aids. Hair ties are so important if you have long hair like me. I keep one on my wrist, but I also have a few extra in my bag. I like to pull my hair back on the long ride so it's not everywhere out of control. Um, think about having a hair tie. It might be helpful. Tissues are so important. Have you ever had a kid sneeze when you're in line and boogers are now covering their entire face? You know those sneezes were like, just green snot, thick snot comes pouring out of their nose and now it's all running down their mouth. Like that was bad before COVID, but after COVID, (laughs) I guess they wouldn't be able to see it because you'd have a mask on. So maybe it's better if it happens now. Anyway, tissues are so helpful. Even if it's not for snot running down your kid's face, there may be a minute where you wish you had a tissue. I like to get Disney themed ones, of course, because you know me. I always make sure I have Advil, children's Advil, Tums, those kinds of things. Um, You never know when somebody's going to start not feeling great. At some point, you're going to have a headache. Let's just be honest. You're at Disney. A Diet Coke might not cut it. Maybe you're going to need some Advil to go with it. My daughter has problems with her feet hurting whenever we walk for more than 15 minutes. (laughs) That's not true. It's maybe more than an hour. Anyway, her feet always bother her when we're walking around the Disney parks. So I make sure I have some Tylenol and Advil to help with aching feet, and it's made a big difference. Recently, I started carrying allergy medicine. Um, I don't usually have allergies, but a couple years ago, I was at Disneyland. It was in the morning. I was walking through the castle around by Snow White's Wishing Well, everything was fine. And then all of a sudden I was not fine anymore. Like my nose was running. It was itching. My eyes were all of a sudden inflamed. Like they were so puffy. It looked like I had been bawling my eyes out for an entire hour. I was miserable all of a sudden hit by this crazy allergy attack. And I don't get allergies like that hardly ever. So I could not figure out what was going on what had made me feel like that. I don't know what I was allergic to, but it hit me all of a sudden and I was so miserable. I could not go on. Like I sat down for a while. I tried to get myself together, but I did not think that I could make it through a day at the park like that. So I was so disappointed and I decided to go into one of the shops and ask if they had any allergy medicine. The lady took one look at me and she's like, oh yeah, we've got allergy medicine. And she pulls out this little tray from under, um, near the cash register. She had this little tray full of all kinds of medicine. They had some Claritin. I was able to buy it, take it. And my day turned around very quickly after that. And I was able to stay the rest of the day. Thank goodness they had medicine there. They had, um, I think they had Pepto-Bismol and Advil and Tylenol. I wasn't looking closely at what they had because I was just so relieved that they had allergy medicine. But ever since then, I always pack a few 
little pills, allergy pills to have there with us. I do bring some children's too for my kids just in case something happened again. And it hasn't ever since. So I'm not sure what was the deal with that moment, but it hasn't happened ever since. But I'm always glad that I'm prepared just in case. Disney does have medicines that you can buy, but they will cost you more money. All right, wet wipes are something that are such a good idea to have, especially after your kid has a churro or cotton candy. I don't know, maybe it's just my kid. She can't eat cotton candy without being a completely sticky mess, and she's nine. (sighs) Wet wipes. Bring them. You'll be happy you have them. I also like to bring a pack that has um, like an antibacterial type thing that we can wipe hands with or wipe tables with before we eat. Um, So think about that. That might be helpful too. All right. I make sure I have Body Glide. If you don't know what that is, it prevents chafing. If you've ever been at the Disney parks and had chafing issues... It's like the worst thing ever. Don't ask me how I know. Incidentally, you can go to the first aid center and they have some type of body glide in this little packet that is immensely helpful. Also, again, don't ask me how I know this. I like to have it with me at all times. Usually I don't have to use it, but if it's hot and sweaty, there may be somebody in your group that's miserable that could really benefit from it. And it's better to have it than to wish you did. So especially if you are going to the parks in the heat or the humidity, bring it along. You might be glad that you did. It could save your trip. All right. I always bring this thing called a pocket blanket. I think that's what it's called. I'll put a link. There's a link in the my blog post. But it's this little blanket that folds up really tiny. It's kind of made out of tarp material. And we use it to sit down on when we're watching a parade. It's good for saving your spots for a parade. Um, sometimes we pack a lunch in the park and we need a little place to sit on the side. So we'll sit there. It's also beneficial if it starts raining because it's made out of tarp-ish material. So you can use it to sit on. Um, If you're getting on a ride that maybe has a wet bench or you can use it to cover your heads or cover a stroller, something so you don't get wet. Very, very helpful. We use it all the time even when we're not at the parks. I like to have it take it to the beach. We take it camping. We take them all over the place. They fold up really small and are super convenient. Hand sanitizer, it probably goes without saying, especially these days, but you're going to need to have hand sanitizer with you. We use it all the time. I have um, some little, I don't know what they're called. There's these little plastic things that hook the hand sanitizer to my backpack so that it's always out. It's easy to use. I don't want to have to dig through my backpack to pull out hand sanitizer as often as we need it. So we always make sure we wash our hands before we eat, but then by the time we sit down, I like to give everyone another squirt of hand sanitizer just to make sure we take care of all those extra germs so important. You're going to want it. I always make sure I have sunglasses with me. I hate squinting. It's like one of the my pet peeves. If I find myself without sunglasses, I will stop anywhere and buy a cheap pair. I can't handle the squinting. So I always make sure I have sunglasses. I have had them break at the Disney parks before and they carry sunglasses, which is great because I probably would have had to leave without them. I need them. It's like maybe a problem. I maybe. I might be addicted. I don't know. Um, Some people in my family prefer to wear a hat instead of sunglasses. 
this is fine too. Just make sure you have something to keep the sun out of your eyes. It'll be very helpful. All right, I like to bring a pair of flip-flops in my backpack. These are useful when your feet are tired, you need a break from your tennis shoes, you can throw on flip-flops for a little while. And it's amazing what just changing your pair of shoes will do for you, even for just an hour or so. I also like to put them on during water rides because I hate wet tennis shoes and socks. I mean, I went on Splash Mountain once where legitimately my shoes and socks were so wet that I pulled my socks off after the ride and had to wring the water out of them and water just dripped out of my socks. They were that wet. So from that point on, I decided I'm just going to bring a pair of flip-flops, throw them on for the water rides, and I've been so much happier when I can put dry shoes on afterwards. Plus, it really is helpful for those aching feet to switch out shoes. So if you have room in your backpack, throw in a pair of flip-flops. It can be very helpful. All right, next is a portable charger. This is an absolute necessity. You are going to be using your phone so much during the day that the battery is going to be zapped super fast. You're going to be using it for pictures. You're going to be using the mobile ordering on the Disney app. You're going to be using it to check wait times. You're going to be using it all the time and it's going to run out of batteries. So make sure you have batteries. Is that what we call it on cell phones? I don't think so. Power Maybe it's a battery. I don't know. You guys, technology is not my thing, obviously. (laughs) I think it's a battery. Anyway, it's going to run out. You're going to want to recharge. So I always bring a portable charger. It's very helpful. The evenings at the Disney parks and the mornings can often be chilly. So make sure you bring a sweatshirt or a jacket, something like that. If you don't want to carry them around all day, I think it's worth it to get a locker to put them in. My motto is better to have it than wish you did. And if you have ever been at the Disney parks when it's gotten unexpectedly cold and you've had to buy each of your child a $45 sweatshirt, then you don't mind putting sweatshirts in a locker on your next trip. So think ahead, make sure you have a sweatshirt so you don't get stuck buying four kids a sweatshirt that costs $45 each. All right, we talked about this one a little bit before, a poncho. I like to have a poncho for everybody, just one of the dollar store cheapy ones, just in case it rains or in case we want to use it on a water ride. Again, if rain is forecast and you think there's going to be a lot of it, those cheapy dollar store ponchos are not going to cut it and you need to be prepared with something better. But if it's not forecasted for rain, you should be totally fine with just one of those. If you're worried about your hair, you might want to throw a brush or a comb in do a few touch-ups after wild rides. I usually figure it is what it is and just let it go. But if that's important to you, throw in a brush. Chapstick is something that I cannot be without at the parks. I'm sure they sell it somewhere in the parks, but I always make sure I have chapstick so my poor lips don't get all dried out. I also have some lotion. Don't want dry hands. Um, I have a cute little Mickey-themed one that I got at Target a few years ago that I love just because it's Mickey themed. You might also want a water bottle. You don't want to be stuck in the middle of a hotline and be thirsty. We usually just bring some of the plastic ones. 
And then they have water bottle refilling stations or drinking fountains throughout the park that we can fill them back up with. But I like to have a few water bottles. Some of them I'll freeze before we go so that they're still cold throughout the day. And those are super helpful. You don't want to be thirsty when you're stuck in a long line. When I am traveling with small kids, I like to bring some little toys that they don't know about. I usually find some cheap little things at the dollar store so that when you're in a long line and they're starting to fall apart, which they will, you can pull out some little toys. It can make all the difference um, for getting through a long line, having a little toy to play with. So consider buying something little. You don't want it to be huge. You want it to be lightweight so you can easily throw it in your backpack and have it if you need it. All right. The last thing I wanted to talk about are snacks, candy, You can obviously buy all these things at the park, and we often do, but I like to make sure we have some in our bags. Um, A lot of the things at the parks are very sweet or very rich, and I need protein often, or I I have blood sugar issues, so I need some protein to help deal with that. So I love to have beef jerky with me in my bag. We buy the kind at Costco. It's so good. So along with beef jerky, we like to keep little things like dehydrated fruit, um, some kind of chips or crackers, things like that. We always have a little something so that when we're in line, we can munch on it or actually new restrictions at the park. You can't eat unless you are stationary and not in line. So you would have to find another spot to eat, but it does save money um, to bring in a few little snacks instead of buying everything at the parks. Disney is so great and they will let you bring in all kinds of food. I mean, as I said before, we will often pack full lunches. They don't mind that you bring in outside food just as long as you don't bring in glass containers. So just keep that in mind when you're planning your lunches or snacks that you don't bring a glass container. I also throw in some little candies that won't be messy and won't melt like Smarties or dum dum suckers, something like that. It is so amazing how either an adult or a child that's about ready to have a meltdown, if you pull out a sucker, what it can do for their mood. It really changes everything. So I like to have one of those, either the Smarties or the dum dums, to pull out when we're heading into a long line or when I see a meltdown coming up, and it really makes a difference. Okay, those are all the things that I keep in my bags. I hope it's been helpful for you. If there's something that you like to have in your Disney bag that I didn't mention, I would love to hear about it. Maybe there's something I'm missing out on all these years. So please let me know. I'd love to hear. You can find me at mixinsomemagic.com or mixinsomemagic on Instagram. Um, I'm also on Pinterest and Facebook. I'd love to hear from you. I'm going to put a link for... Um, the blog posts that I have where I talk about all of these items that I've discussed in the show notes in case you want to check it out, find links for those things, especially like the pocket blanket. You guys, it's amazing. I'm also going to put a link where you can find the discount Disney tickets that I've talked about that I love so much. I think those will be helpful for you and I think that's it. If I think of anything else, I will put it in the show notes. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for your support. I really appreciate it. And thank you for sharing your love of Disney with me. We'll talk soon.